50 years of magic has transformed the entire Walt Disney World Resort into the world's most magical celebration. Have big fun being small in the new Remy's Ratatouille Adventure and feel the unifying magic of Disney music in the new nighttime spectacular, Harmonious. Come celebrate today. Contact Magical Park Vacations to book your Disney vacation today. Call 585-662-3686 or visit MagicalParkVacations.com. Welcome to the program. It is DW60's Press Row. However, you may be listening. Sorcerer Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're glad you're here to find out what is happening at the Walt Disney World Resort. It's Jeff and Nicole here with you. Good morning. Happy Friday. And uh, if you are Walt Disney World, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Not even Christmas in July. Like, they're so early that they're early for Christmas in July. This is why we can't have nice things. This is why we can't have nice things. Sorry. A little uh, early for Taylor Swift. I mean, it's, it's, it's it, the whole halfway to Christmas thing is because we're halfway to November. And that is when Disney is going to start putting out all of their Christmas decorations. The Christmas merchandise is going to start hitting the shelves at different merchandise locations, things like that. So now Disney's gotten into this trend for the last couple of years. And last year, they kind of put the holiday you know, stuff out in like little bits throughout the month of July. And then after that, uh, they just decided, hey, we're just going to do halfway there like we do for Halloween. So now I'm kind of throwing my hands up in the air going, you know, what about my Christmas in July show? I know. I, <laughs> we always do a Christmas in I July have, show. Like since the start of this show, I have never missed a Christmas in July edition of the show. So I, now I don't know what I'm going to do. I think there'll still be more news because like we got a start date for Epcot International Festival of the holidays, but we didn't get any like menus or we don't know, you know, all of the... Um, people for the candlelight processional like stuff like that there'll still be stuff to talk about i hope so and we can play our favorite christmas music i don't want to lose my tradition muppets carol the bells you know (laughs) that too that's the best one and the i love you wayne's and and all the other stuff too you know there was no mention of jingle bell jingle band see and that's just okay i'll let you talk i'm not even gonna say anything yet not even gonna say we're not even there yet not even to that point um Oh, I was going to say, I do have two things for us to talk about before we really get into the nitty gritty. Uh, Is anybody else hot? Yeah. Because. (laughs) It's record breaking heat. My gosh. 
unbelievably hot in the South right now. And I know people at Walt Disney World are, are just, they're baking on a daily basis as they hit the concrete jungle of the parks. <laughs> I feel it just getting out of my vehicle, walking into the house. I'm like, oh my goodness gracious. It's so hot. So hot. I mean, we've been in a heat index during the day of like 107 to like 111. It's, it's spicy outside. Like I told Nicole earlier uh, yesterday, I left work and it, it was it was hot on the base, but I got home and I could feel how much hotter it was without that you know nice little sea breeze coming yeah, through. Yeah, the base is like right off the Gulf. Yeah. And uh, I'd cut. I'd get done some yard work the day before, and I wait as late as I can to do some of this yard work, and I'm still just, just unbelievably just so hot. So if if you're headed to Walt Disney World during this you know heat wave that the South is is dealing with right now, I feel for you. And if you're going there like it within the next week, you've still got time. Buy some of these, and they're still popular after a couple of years. These little neck fans yes. that people are, are, are starting, are continuing to wear mm-hmm. while they're in the parks because, you, sure, a lot of your cues are in the inside of buildings for the attractions and everything else. Some of them still, you know, can feel that outside air, and those fans help out a lot. We've got one, but not the neck kind. No, we have one that you like hold in your hand and it like folds up in your bag. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it does its job. But the neck ones are nice because you don't have to hold them. Your hands are still free. Yeah, that's true. And also, I mean, it may sound kind of weird, but take a small umbrella with you. Mm-hmm. If you can walk underneath an umbrella, do it. Take a reusable water bottle with you. Mm-hmm. Stay hydrated as much as possible while you're at the parks. I, um, the one thing about those neck fans that I don't know makes me weird about them. I haven't bought one. So I'm scared my hair is going to get caught. I could, uh, yeah, I could see where that might worry a few people. That's yeah. terrifying. I have long, thick hair. As long as you've got your hair up, though, I, I don't think it would be a problem. And it's right. blowing. It's not yeah. sucking the air down through. Yeah. As far as I can tell, I just don't know how comfortable they look to wear. I think they're probably fine. They're probably pretty light. All right, if you've got good or bad experiences, let us know. Because I'd kind of like to know for a future trip. Yeah, I think you would probably really enjoy it. I probably would. And they're usually rechargeable, right? So you can use your fuel rod, you can use your power bank, and Yeah, stuff like that, yeah. So get yourself a portable fan, an umbrella, stay hydrated while you're at the parks during this uh, heat wave that the South is dealing with right now. What's in the news this week? Well, first, I have two things just talk about before we start the news okay the one is a discussion that we started on our patreon episode this week and we said we wanted to bring it on the show okay and that is you know we we talk about you built a lightsaber last time we were in galaxy's edge yes mm-hmm. what if you could build a muppet we did talk about this i want to yeah. build a muppet disney i want to build a bear a muppet so you've got savi's workshop You've got the Droid Depot there at uh, Galaxy's Edge where Mm -hmm. you can build, you know, your droid. And you had talked about and mentioned the fact that the FAO Schwartz store in New York City was no longer open. Mm -hmm. The, you know, Muppet area there where you could build a Muppet was no longer available. Right. So what a great opportunity for Walt Disney World right there at Muppet Vision 3D. That area kind of needs a facelift anyway. It's been the same for so many years. Why not build a Muppet Lab? Mm-hmm. For people to go and build your own Muppet. Theme your Muppet. I want a Muppy. Charge me $250. Oh, yeah. I will pay it. Yep. 
if you can give me an experience like you do with Savi's workshop, the the interactive host and and how you do everything, I can only imagine how Disney would probably do this for the Muppets. Yep. And to see all all the specifically created Muppets around Disney's Hollywood Studios yeah. after this, I think is really exciting to not only interact with you, but interact with the characters that you see on a day-to-day basis with, you know, Mickey and, and all the, uh, of their pals and mm-hmm. everybody else. Interact with cast members while you're waiting in the queue line. You know, people, just a lot of different things. You know, how people you know. decorate their windows at their resort hotels. Oh, sure, yeah. So imagine there's like boop, a Muppet in the window. Yeah, that'd be people great. People just like left them there all day. I would love that. Yeah, that would be too. fantastic. I would, I would, I would build a Muppet in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I, I, I talked about how. Uh, I would want to put little headphones uh, yes. on my Muppet and maybe carry a, a microphone uh, all day or f- figure out something to make, you know, I don't know. It's just a really neat idea, and I'm willing to pay $250 for it. I feel like your Muppet needs a Walkman. Oh, a Walkman would be very good. And, you know, I've got those Walkman type of headphones, mm-hmm. uh, the Bluetooth ones, that would fit very, very well on a Muppet. Here your little Star Lord headphones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Disney... Why are you not doing this? I want to build a Muppet. If you can, if I can, you know, walk through the Moana of water experience or whatever it is you want to call it, mm-hmm. you can do that. You can definitely do build a Muppet type of workshop right. for Hollywood Studios. And you, I think you mentioned this too. The Hollywood Studios is kind of bland. It's not cohesive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I Cohesive or bland. Yeah. I think both because you've got Galaxy's Edge, which is great. Don't get me wrong. Right. You've got Rock and Roller Coaster Tower of Terror. Then you've got... Mickey and Minnie's. Mickey and Minnie's. Toy Story Land. Indiana Jones, I think, is wasted space. We talked about that during Patreon. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. The yeah. Muppets area needs an update. Yeah. It does. Like I can't more see... Muppets. Like, don't change it. It's still Muppets. Yeah. It just needs more. Yeah, I think so. More Muppets. My second order of housekeeping, I wanted to be sure that I mentioned at the top of the show because it's a little bit interactive. And I wanted you to, because we get a lot of messages or when we talk to people, they're like, you know, when I listen to you guys, when I listen to the podcast, I talk back to you. Like I, I have like a conversation <laughs> with you. And yeah. so we found this way that you guys can talk back to us and we'll be able to play it on the show. So we, um, we created a phone number and you'll be able to call this phone number and leave us a voicemail and we and we can like play it on the show like we can listen to it you know you can without having to like write an email you forget about it you can just pick up your phone call us it'll go straight to voicemail don't worry like we're not gonna answer anything it'll go straight to voicemail hello yeah can't imagine that'd be awesome um and and leave us a voicemail and we'll be able to play it on the show. Also, if you don't want us to play it on the show, that's fine. Tell us. But these will the idea of this is to play them on the show. Um, and, you know, you can talk to us. You can do a birthday message on a voicemail. You can do an anniversary, a celebration. You can, like, cel- you know, talk about what we've talked about on the show. You can, like, 
you know, if you agree with us, if you think you wanted to add something, something like that, you can call and leave us a voicemail. I think it'll cut you off after a minute. So it can't be that long, but. Um, yeah, I would think probably somewhere around a minute mm-hmm. or so. But, but I wanted to do it at the top of the show so that if you hear something today that you want to talk to us about, you could call and leave a voicemail. Give them the number. The number is 408 909 DW60, which is 3960. So 408, save it in your phone. 408. <laughs> Make us one of your contacts. Yeah, 909. <laughs> 3960, which is DW60. So it's exciting. It's something we've been kind of working on for a little bit. Um, and just kind of logistically had to figure it out. But we did it. Yeah, we did. And and like I mentioned last week, um, I am going to start reading the reviews that people give us mm-hmm. on uh, Apple Podcast. I have not found a way to, to read the ones on Spotify. Yeah. You can still, you know, uh, review and rate the show on Spotify. But I found all the ones for Apple Podcasts, and so I'm going to start reading those. And somebody already took advantage of that and and left a a review. I love uh, it. I'm going to read some of the past ones that we've had as well, and then any time we get new ones, I'm going to read those as well. Perfect. So I'll be reading your comments on reviews, and we appreciate those five-star reviews and also um, those five-star ratings, I'm sorry, and reviews and everything else. Uh, It helps out with the podcast. It does. Uh, Especially when you do that and when you share the podcast, too, as well, for all of our podcast listeners. So we thank you so much. Yes. Okay. So now are you ready for the news? Now are you ready for the the celebration, the Christmas? Tell me the the phone number one more time. It is 408-409-909-309. 3960. I'm giving it to somebody in the chat who wanted it. So uh, yes, yes, yes. And we'll we'll put it in the Discord Yeah. Uh, this morning as well. So 408-909-DW60. That was the other part was we had to find a DW60 phone number. Yeah, I had to have that part. And we tried to get a 407 number, like a Disney number. <laughs> you guys, it was bonkers expensive. $200. Yeah, just to buy the number. Uh not paying that. <laughs> no. And and not even like a 407 number that was DW60. That was just like any Orlando number. Just so random. Yeah. So 408, <laughs> close enough. 909-3960. All right. Chris Miss. The holidays have arrived at Walt Disney World. Not quite, but we got the information about the holidays and when they will arrive. So we'll just start off with a bang. Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party is returning to the Walt Disney World Resort and the Magic Kingdom this year. Heck yeah! It will be on select nights from November the 8th through December the 22nd. Guests of select Walt Disney World Resorts can begin purchasing tickets as early as June 30th. And um, all other guests can purchase their tickets beginning July 7th. Tickets will range in price from $149 to $199. I'm not going to go through all the dates. I'll post them online, but um, not not everything. This year, we will see Mickey's most mad sorry Mickey's most merriest celebration, which is going to be the Castle Stage Show. It'll feature nostalgic and modern medleys of holiday music paired with dance performances. We'll also be treated to Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks. We'll see Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade. The complimentary cookies and cocoa are returning, which we missed last year. 
Well, we had cocoa and, and cookies uh, at, the, at the stations. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We That's did. Right. We had those. It wasn't different, though, which it sounds like it's not going to be different again this year. But remember yeah. when we went the first time and it was like different stations had different cookies and there was like a yeah, snowman yeah. pretzel. There was a, there's a few variations yeah, on I everything. Yeah, I don't think that's coming back. But there is cookies and, and cocoa. You'll see holiday overlays at Space Mountain, the Tomorrowland Speedway, the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor, and the Mad Tea Party, and everyone's favorite Jingle Cruise will be returning to Adventureland. Cosmic Rays, the Rocket Tower Plaza Stage, and Storybook Circus will all feature dance parties throughout the evening. And uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm excited. You know, you'll see the characters in their outfits. Santa will be there. It'll probably snope on Main Street. Very exciting. Um, so I, I am glad that the, the full party is returning. You know, like that... We were kind of like, you know, the last year, we are like, oh, is it going to come back? Or are they going to keep us after hours? Or the tickets were pricier, um, but no tickets are back. Well, I mean, there still can be up to $200 a person, but I think that's the closer you get to Christmas. So, and probably the first night. But $149 to $199, resort guests can purchase June 30th, and all other guests can purchase July 7th. We also learned that during this holiday season, to celebrate Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary, the park icons will continue to transform into their beacons of magic, illuminating select nights with an iridescent glow. <laughs> it says, in a special Yuletide surprise, the magic will continue as each park celebrates the seasons with a delightful rotation of unique, heartwarming, holiday-themed displays. Say joy. 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 <laughs> Holiday joy. I love it. So it's like the um, the projections on the Hollywood Tower Hotel. Sure. Yeah. You know, it looks like a gingerbread house and it looks like made out of toys and some other stuff. I, I want the lights back. I know. I want the lights back. They did specifically mention <laughs> there will be castle projections on nights that there's no parties. I'm like. No lights. That means no dream lights. No dream lights at all. I'm just. <laughs> I told my friend Why? Tom yesterday. I was like, mm, Chapek doesn't want to pay that light bill. <laughs> I mean, sure, we don't have to look at the crane for a couple of months. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, oh my that, gosh, the crane! <laughs> you forget the crane, you know, <laughs> and you're like, oh, let's take a picture with the crane while we're there in September. My vacation yeah. is ruined. <laughs> yeah. you don't have that. Posts. But then you want to complain, oh, they don't have the Christmas lights anymore. I want the Christmas lights back, and they, you know, you bring them back, and you got to deal with the crane. No, I think I want the crane. I will take. The I'll crane. take the crane for yeah. the lights. Right. Yeah, that's just me though. Gosh. Yeah. I can't believe, like, it feels like now, like, before we were like, well, maybe it's just for, you know, like, pandemic and stuff. No, I think it's really gone. Like, I think we've really seen the last of the dream lights and that, like, hurts my heart. Uh, yeah. They took away the Osborne lights. And now they took away the dream lights. There's no lights. There's <sighs> projections. I don't like it. I don't like it. Mm -mm. <laughs> We also learned that the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays, presented by Advent Health, will begin November 25th. So, get a full, well, maybe a little more than, a little more than a month. So I don't know if it'll stop at Christmas. I think it goes through New Year's. Probably. Like through like the 30th or 29th or something. So, yeah. um, you'll get a little over a month of that. Over at Disney's Animal Kingdom, the Merry Menagerie of Winter Animals will uh, be returning, which is always super cute. And we haven't seen it in person. And every year we're like, God, I want to go. 
they have like the life-size puppets um, and the puppeteers that are like um, in front of the Tree of Life, kind of by like by where the gift shops are, right in between there. Uh, for the first time in forever, a Frozen sing-along celebration at Disney's Hollywood Studios is going to be um, returning, like adding their finale again. They have like a Christmas finale, kind of like the the holiday tag on Illuminations. There's like a holiday finale mm. for Frozen. <laughs> then over at Disney Springs, guests visiting the town center will experience a magical snowfall. So it's going to snoop in Disney Springs. The Candlelight Processional is going to return this year to Epcot. It's going to begin November 25th, so it'll begin the first the first night of the festival. And um, I that was one of the things that I, I know they had kind of talked about it before, talked about the um, narrators. That's the word I'm looking for. And we haven't had, you know, announced all the narrators, but I'm glad to see that that is returning, you know, for good. And this one is the one that people were really excited about. The Guardians will trade in their classic hits for a mashup of seasonal jams at Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind in Epcot. Guests will blast off to the tune of an awesome holiday single, bringing joy to Xandar and Terra too. Joy. Joy. But Here's the thing. Holiday layover. Can, can, I know the time frame might not be right, but I think it'd be super cool to get on Guardians and all of a sudden, Mariah Carey starts blaring I, it would out not of shock the speakers, me. you know? It wouldn't shock me. Oh, I want for Christmas. Like, I think it has to. I feel like that is going to be on there. It has to be. I think maybe some Mannheim Steamroller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think, like, what Christmas music Peter Quill. I mean, they still have to go along with the timeline of the attraction. You're going back in time to the 80s and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I get the fact that this... The song was not out then, no. but maybe this will be a special circumstance, you know, yeah. considering Mariah Carey's, you know, All I Want for Christmas is one of the top holiday songs every single year. Of ever. So, yeah, of all time. But what else? I mean, so. is there any other songs that you can think of off the top of your head that would be on there? 80s Christmas jams? Oh, I'm going to have to, oh, I don't know. See, that's don't what was making me think, like, no. Mannheim. Some, like, electric. Electric, uh... I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I'm excited. I want to know. I, I think it's cool. Are they going to decorate the inside of the queue? Well, you so know? you remember um, when they said that they were waiting to record with the Guardians for this attraction? They had sure, like recorded yeah, their stuff. Yeah. They were um, waiting until the, the actors were recording their Christmas special. So they were going to be all together. Right. But what if they were also waiting so that they could record new video and new like stuff of them in their Christmas outfits? Possible. Is it premature to already do a holiday overlay for this attraction after just opening? And a lot of people have not had the opportunity to enjoy the original attraction yet. But I mean, I think it's still, it doesn't change the it doesn't change it no but it does take away a little bit because it's so brand new mm -hmm. i i kind of would have waited a year before i would have done a holiday overlay to give a lot of vacationers the opportunity to check out the original attraction itself you know for people who don't like listen to podcasts and, and everything else and they get on and they hear christmas music but all their friends had told them about you know 
conga by Gloria Stefan. Yeah, I mean, you know what? well, that's not the song I heard. You know. I got Mariah Carey. Yeah, like what happened? It's still a great ride, but what happened to the original music? I was hoping for this song or whatever. I don't know. Someone said Christmas still Time exciting. by Paul McCartney, Jingle Bell Rock by Hall Notes. Paul McCartney's Wonderful Christmas Time. Jingle Bell Rock, Hall Notes, too slow. For a, for a coaster like that, too slow. But there's, I mean, I'm There's got to be others. I'm excited. So. Still in Epcot, the holiday cookie stroll is going to return. The, if you're not familiar, the cookie stroll gives you like a little passport. You can go around and try different cookies at the different booths. Once you've completed your passport, you've gotten all your stamps, you've tried all the cookies. Well, actually, I think there's five. You can either try all five or you can do like five of one or like three of one cookie and one of another, two of another, something like that. Um, but if you try eat five cookies, I think it is, then you get a completer cookie which is not on the menu and um, it's just like a little like a little treat for completing the holiday cookie stroll over in Disney Springs one of our favorites Jock Lindsay's hanger bar is going to become Jock Lindsay's holiday bar it'll feature yuletide touches alongside festive foods and craft cocktails this is always so fun when the bar gets a uh, overlay sure yeah the decorations the food the cast members like they they all get really into it so it's always fun to see them see what they come up with every year disney springs christmas tree stroll presented by advent health is also returning r.i.p to the christmas tree trail which was the the better better version, version. the better yeah. version of it sorry i don't like the stroll i don't like the stroll I, I want to go and I want to see them all at once. Yeah, I, I, I just don't like having to search for trees. Mm-mm. I want them all in lo- one location and to be able to drink hot chocolate over there and have snowball over the place. And that was just the better way to do it. I'm sorry. It was. You let go, you get hot cocoa. Santa was at the end of it. Like it was just all right there. Yeah. But they didn't listen to us. So, no. Shocker. No. <laughs> they also shared that. Um, at resorts across, or yeah, at resorts across Walt Disney World, the gingerbread displays will be returning. The gingerbread house at the Grand Floridian is going to be there. There's usually a gingerbread carousel over at the Beach Club. Beach Club or Boardwalk? Boardwalk, I think, is the carousel. And then um, there's like been a gingerbread cabin over at the Wilderness Lodge. So I'm interested to see if there's stuff new this year. Um, you know, the the fan favorite is always going to be the gingerbread house. Oh, and there's usually like a gingerbread castle display of some sort of the contemporary. I was starting to kind of wonder that myself about how a lot of this is the same old stuff that we've enjoyed years past for the mm-hmm. holiday season. Not that I want any of that to go away. Right. What I'm looking for is for Disney to add new things. Okay, yeah, they've added Guardians. All right. Kind of cool. Not exactly, you know, holiday-like. Yeah. You like the traditional stuff. But where's the new traditional holiday decorations going to be this year? Right. Where is it going to be at? I'm kind of hoping something really, really good happens this time around. I love the gingerbread house and, and a few other things, but I don't know. Disney has this difficult job of... We're like, come on, Disney, do something new. And then they're like, cool, we're going to do something new instead of doing what we've done in the past. And we're like, whoa, 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 don't take away what you did before. 
but we yeah. want something new. So like the castle lights. We're like, come on, Disney, you can do, you know, make them LEDs or something like that. Yeah, sure, yeah. And then yeah. Disney's like, projections. And we're like, no. No, no, no. That's not what we asked for. <laughs> not what it was. You know, we don't want you to just keep the list the same by replacing something. We want the list of things to see and do grow. Well, and it's like people you program know. their whole house with Christmas lights. Yeah. And instead of like programming the dream lights, Disney was like, projections. <laughs> Because it's no. so easy to change in and out. All you have to do is just load it in the computer and you're good to go. Yeah. You know, type of situation. That's that's really what these projections are. Disney's easy way of decorating the castle for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Yet when people, you know, saw the, the dream lights and the holiday lights on, on the castle, they, it flashes constantly going off all over the place. The dream lights make me cry. Yeah. The projections do not make me cry. No. Like, why, why is that a trend? Okay, why is that a trend now <laughs> that I'm not getting that emo- those emotional feels from Disney? We didn't see it during Harmonious. We didn't feel it, mm-hmm. you know? And so now you got projections and you just don't kind of go, it doesn't hit you, you know, yeah. there, you know? Speaking of Harmonious, Disney oh, did yeah. the production on Disney Plus this past week, the Harmonious Live. Yeah. Phenomenal. Phenomenal show. So good. You guys, so good. You haven't watched this. It was so good. We were like, why isn't it like this in person? Yeah. Why isn't it like this every night? And, you know, we saw on the TV, we were like, it looks like the colors are brighter. You know, things are just grander. And I saw that people, people who saw it in person say the same thing. They're like, everything was more vibrant. Yes. And, you know, the music was livelier and like. We're like, Disney, why isn't it like this every night? So the music that you heard on Disney Plus for Harmonious, Disney needs to just throw away that original soundtrack that they had. And whether this was completely live music or not, they need to replace it with what they did this past week. Because it just sounded a lot better. I mean, the, the track that they use is recorded in a studio, polished, reverbed, you know, spruced up in a program. Yeah. This was live entertainment, like live musicians, live singers performing in front of a live audience. And you cannot even attempt to recreate that energy and the emotion that goes into a performance like that. Into it and and do that in a studio. Yeah. You can't translate. No, no, it doesn't. And I I said it on social media while it was going on. Why is it I'm enjoying Harmonious more watching on Disney Plus than I did in person? I thought perhaps, you know, maybe Disney's changing the lens or something to make things look more vibrant and uh, colors stand out and everything else. And it was like you said, people on live streams that were there said that was not the case because it looked better Mm -hmm. than what it has been. And I went on to say... This is what Disney should have done Mm -hmm. to introduce Harmonious to the rest of the world. Yes. Because this was not one of their failed live streams like they've had for the past few years. This was an actual production-like type of live stream that you would see for the Christmas Day Parade. Correct. At Walt Disney World in Disneyland. That's the type of production we were talking about. And from what some of the comments were saying on some of the live streams from actual performers... This was a short notice thing for a lot of those people. 
I think some of the performers, yeah, I don't know if there was like people that were sick and they needed to call people in, but I saw some uh, of the artists talking to people on live streams saying like, yeah, I got this call really last minute. Yeah. You know, I'm people that were in the, in the orchestra, like, Hey, I got this call really last minute. And that was the other great thing. They used local Orlando performers. They did. Yeah. Local. Like. That you can't you can't beat that, and I think all but one of the vocalists was original, which was cool. So I just I, I applaud them. I the production company, like all of it was great, all around really really good. It was. It kudos. was. I was super impressed. Uh, if you're not a Disney Plus subscriber, is it a reason to join Disney Plus? Ah. Uh, no. I think there's a lot of other stuff that's on there, like Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan, yeah. Wow, amazing. Uh, I'm not going to spoil anybody, but it was super, super awesome. Uh, that's just an added benefit of getting to see something like this pr- production for harmonics and everything. So uh, we are going to take a break. You have more news to get to after that break. Uh, so stick around for more on DW60. Are you a park opener? Maybe you love the smell of pirate water. Here at Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company, we're a little sweet on Gaston, and we think you might be too. Bring these magically inspired scents to your home, or it could be off with your head. Magically scent your world at magicallyscented.com. Sorcerer Radio listeners, be sure to use the code SOR20 to get 20% off your next magically scented order. The best kept secret for getting DVC accommodations at a substantial savings is DVC-rental.com. Visit DVC-rental.com and get a deluxe Disney resort booked for your next Disney trip. And now back to the music on Sorcerer Radio. Enhance your Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival experience with the Festival of Food mobile app. With the Festival of Food app, you'll see everything that's available, including location, pictures and pricing, create your to-do list, track your progress, and read ratings and reviews from other foodies. There's a lot to taste at this year's festival. You don't want to miss a thing. Download the free Festival of Food app today to start planning, eating, and sharing. Available for iOS and Android. Find it in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Do you have a Disney-related business or product and would like help getting the word out? Become a sponsor of Sorcerer Radio today. For more information, please contact our business office via email at sponsors at srsounds.com. Hi, I'm Ashley Eckstein of Star Wars, The Clone Wars, and That's So Raven. And you're listening to Sorcerer Radio. srsounds.com. We all love Sorcerer Radio. But did you know that you can give back to your favorite station? You can join Sorcerer Radio Patreon for as low as $2 per month. All of the money raised from our patrons goes directly into creating great stations like Atmospheres, Rope Drop, Seasons, and more. Our patrons get exclusive benefits such as access to the exclusive Sorcerer Radio Discord discussion room, early access to breaking news, and behind-the-scenes information. Other support levels include stickers, shout-outs, and you can even program your own hour of Sorcerer Radio music. Visit srsounds.com support to find out more about how to become a patron today. And thank you for supporting Sorcerer Radio. Sorcerer 
CW60 here on Sorcerer Radio. All Disney music all day long. SRSounds.com. Jeff and Nicole back with you once again as we look at some of the top stories happening at the Walt Disney World Resorts. I was mentioning to Nicole earlier, I hate this time before D23. Yeah. Before the D23 Expo happens. And the reason I say that is this. Disney holds all of their announcements and news for like a two-month period where all you get are just little bitty updates of, yeah, there are more characters coming and returning to the parks. Uh, this place is getting a refurbishment. You know, this is getting a refurbishment. It's, it's just, it goes quiet at like the middle of May all the way up until the expo. You get nothing. And so we're each week now, we're like scrambling to figure out what Scraping. are we going to talk about yeah. this week, you know? Some of it's just kind of boring or whatever, you know, but anyway. Well, and we can't even go anywhere for our wedding anniversary this year because it's the weekend of D23. So even if we like went to the beach, we'd like be in our hotel room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Streaming it on the TV. So, (laughs) yeah, it's not going to happen. We should be there, honestly. But. Yep. Someday. I have one more piece of news. You have one more piece of news? I just, I ran over my time, but I couldn't leave this out because it kind of flew under the radar this week, and I think it's pretty pretty big news. Um, I haven't decided how I feel about it, but I'm going to tell you what it is, and then we can hash it out. So, <laughs> the top of it's the like world... It's like we're going to argue about it. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll discuss. Uh, Top of the World Lounge over at Bay Lake Tower, Disney's Contemporary Resort, has yet to reopen. However, we did get a reopening date, and now we know why. The resort has been rethemed to Top of the World Lounge, a villain's lair. So now Top of the World Lounge is going to be villains themed. It will reopen to eligible members on July 11th. So like soon, a couple weeks. The backstory is, um, Disney says, discover the untold story of this covert hideout for some of Disney's most dastardly villains, even the ruthless relax. Whether pursuing puppies or stealing souls, messing with a mermaid (laughs) or belittling a beast, evil doing is exhausting. And since since a dishonest day's work is frowned upon by mainstream masses, the deliciously devious decompress away from judging eyes hiding deep underground or on top of the world. There's nothing like stealing souls and having drinks. Right? <laughs> All in the days. Go of so well together. Good grief. It oh. says, so when our top of the world lounge temporarily closed its doors atop Bay Lake Tower, Disney's contemporary resort, it didn't take long for the idle enclave to become a devil's playground. We're not sure how they got here. We can only guess by monorail. But we do know that they were here. For when we returned to reopen this picturesque place to mingling members, we found stuff left behind by these hustlers in a hurry. (laughs) So many alliterations. Wow. (laughs) My gosh. Curious couture from their wicked wardrobes, artwork befitting their ghastly galleries, and rebellious recipes from their cunning concoctions. And that's when we did what so many great cast members have done before us. We gave the place a longer name. <laughs> I love when Disney is self-aware. Oh, gosh. Like when you're on the Jungle Cruise and it's like, we have one more stop. The gift shop. Like when there's like the yeah, gift shop in the yeah. T- yeah. 
when Disney self-aware, it's my favorite. So, so we did what so many great cast members have done before us. We gave the place a longer name. Welcome to the top of the world lounge of Villain's Lair. Like the best Disney stories, it's a place of magic with a touch of tragic. <laughs> they said what? you'll experience spectacular views while sipping sinister concoctions and nibbling on fiendish fare. <laughs> like the villains who lounged before you, Toast to your travels and revel in rebellious recipes while swapping stories of wicked fun and plotting your next vacation. Who writes this stuff? I love it. (laughs) I'm going to have to look. Oh, my goodness. I don't think this is from Disney Parks blog, but it might be from the DVC side of it. And usually it'll tell you who writes it. (laughs) It says, um, cap off the evening with a rooftop viewing of Disney's Enchantment Nighttime Spectacular at Magic Kingdom Park. Beyond the new furnishings, you'll delight in new menu offerings, including carefully concocted, sorry, carefully crafted concoctions, wicked wines, bubbling brews, and ominous appetizers, including the new seven-layer cake. That's my favorite. Meanwhile, at the seven-layer cake. (laughs) Seven-layer cake. Seven, L-A-I-R. Seven-layer. Not liar. Layer. Yes. Which... (laughs) <laughs> it's just I don't know. Yeah. I just this so is. that's cool. I okay. So independently, it's cool. But you're really going to spend all of that money retheming all of the rooms to Incredibles and redoing the lobby in like mid mod, and then stick villains on top of it. How? What? I, I I don't understand why. There was nothing wrong with Top of the World as it was, other than probably a refresh. Mm-hmm. Okay, they they're they're kind of doing a refresh. Yeah, it needed that, but you didn't need to include villains. Not everything has to be character inspired at Walt Disney World. Not everything. You don't have to throw the IP in my face. Everywhere I go. I think it would have been cool. Uh, Disney California Adventure has Lamplight Lounge. Yes. Which this is my personal Pixar loving bias. <laughs> but when you if you're going to retheme an entire resort with a Pixar IP, if you had something like that on top, that makes sense. And that's not even like themed to any one character, themed to any one IP. It's just themed to like Pixar in general, you know the the ball and the lamp and Luxo like Luxo lamp and everything, like that would have been a good use of that space. Or, or hear me out, Disney. Don't stick an IP on it. Oh no, we can't do that. Just leave it. Just just leave it, it alone. Theme it to a monorail. You know. Oh like, my gosh, no. Just make it classy, and. You know, the views and the drinks and the exclusivity of the venue will speak for itself. But I think it will be cool. I don't, I, I won't be like, you know, trying to like hustle DVC members to get in. <laughs> Please invite <laughs> me. I've been, we've been there before. Mm-hmm, we 
had some friends that took us. We did. And we really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. I loved the atmosphere of the place. Yeah, we did not enjoy it for the theme. That's not why you go. No, it is not. And if if I'm a DVC member and I'm heading up there and I see this, I kind of go, okay, that's cool. I'm here for the atmosphere and the drinks. Right, I'm here for the the, view. You know, some of the food. Mm Mm-hmm. The fact that you have villains up here does not really just... It doesn't turn me on to going, and it doesn't turn me off to not going. Right. But it's it's still just kind of pointless. I could take it or leave it. Yeah. But it doesn't make sense. doesn't make any <laughs> sense whatsoever <laughs> while you're doing this. I, I, I don't... <laughs> I don't understand. Not everything has to have an IP attached to it. Mm-mm. Not everything. So... That was my last little bit of news that didn't wasn't as popular because I think it got like pushed under all of the Christmas stuff yesterday. <laughs> but why not put Edna up there? Right? If that was like you know where <laughs> you know? she's sitting on the couch and they go yeah. through all of the yeah like outfit. Yeah, Edna would have been great up there. If you're gonna theme it, do it with the rest of the building. Or like the Metropolis, like City Lounge, or like yeah something it just. Yeah, I don't know. This is weird. You know, when in in the first Incredibles, when Frozone's in his like apartment, and he has his big windows and he can look outside. Sure, yeah. And he's like, "Where is my super suit?" That part. Yeah. Like yeah. that would have worked. I don't know. That would have worked fine. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yep, Appreciate I didn't include that. Narcoosies over at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa is going to be unavailable starting on July the fourteenth. So they are taking reservations uh, until July the 13th. It's not going to be returning until 2023. That's a long time for refurbishment. It is. What is going on with Narcoosies? This is odd. I think either... An IP is coming. They don't have the money (laughs) to do it as quickly as they want to. Or, more likely... The things that they have ordered for it are behind. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Are stuck on a ship somewhere. Two very good possibilities, or maybe they are just doing some major changes at Narcoosies. Yeah. Could be another possibility. I mean, that could be it too. Yeah. 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 Now, for additional dining options uh, for people visiting, uh, Citrico's is going to be available seven days a week begin- beginning later on this summer. Which that just got a refresh as well. It did. It did. So I wanted to throw that uh, little tidbit your way. According to WESH in Orlando, apparently the Reedy Creek Fire Department is having to respond to emergencies there at the Walt Disney World Resort in SUVs, which are not equipped as rescue vehicles. Because apparently the regular rescue vehicles are in disrepair. Disrepair. Which means... They're not in service because of issues that they're having with the vehicles and they're not able to repair them. Yeah, service issues. Yeah. Mr. John Shirley, who is president of Reedy Creek Professional Firefighters Union, did say that two of the four fire engines are in service right now. The other vehicles are not prepared to fight fires. That is not a good thing. No. Can you, I mean... Imagine if, and I know that they would have response from surrounding units, but if if something on property, a resort, were to catch fire, yeah. two trucks, 
is nowhere near the response that would be appropriate for a situation. No, it's like not going to be. No. I mean, and they use those fire trucks to get people out of stuck skyliners and broken down monorails. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, there's so there's so many uses for those they can't have them out of service. He did, uh, Mr. Shirley did talk about a time where uh, Reedy Creek Fire Department was responding to a cardiac arrest call, and the rescue vehicle broke down en route to the call. Oh my god! That's not good. Oh. A second vehicle was dispatched to assist. In another incident, there was a firefighter who was being transported after sustaining some injuries, and the rescue vehicle broke down in middle of the transport to the hospital. That that makes me feel yucky. Okay. I don't like that at all. Now, it is said that Shirley did bring up his concerns to the Reedy Creek Improvement District Administration, but they have not responded to his concerns. I mean, these aren't just, like, things that just, like, happen overnight. Yeah. You know, these are things that have must have been happening for a while. Does this have anything to do with the issue Disney is having with the state of Florida concerning the Reedy Creek District? I don't think so, because I don't think it would help their case, right? So if they can't even, if they can't take care of what they've got, why would the state of Florida make accommodations for them to keep it? Yeah, that's true. Right? So if anything, everything should be on the up and up to show all of the naysayers. This is why we need it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not a good, this is just not a good thing. Mm -hmm. I, I literally saw pictures of this story from WESH of an SUV in the back seat. It was either a Ford or a Chevy, something like that. Filled up with oxygen oxygen tanks, firefighting equipment, helmets, their gear, and stuff like that. In, in the back of a white SUV. Like when you lock your keys in your car or something. <laughs> yeah. Like that one that responds. It, it's not good. It's not good at all. So that needs to change. Um, stay safe at Walt Disney World. Yeah. Gee whiz. I, I don't want the, the, the ambulance I'm, I'm in to break down in the middle of going to the hospital for crying out loud. No. Jeez. So sad. Very, very, very sad. Disney did announce details about an extensive redesign when it comes to the history of Disney's Magnolia Golf Course. They are working in conjunction with some roadway modifications that are supposed to be opening up space for a new Magic Kingdom area hotel. Alleged- Allegedly. 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 That's the rumor. Now, the redesign of the famed golf course is going to be led by Ken Baker. Uh, He is the head course designer at One Club Limited and is going to reconfigure finishing holes for number 14, 15, and 16. And they're also going to be enhancing the greens of the remaining holes to, you know, have a more magical type of golfing experience than ever before. I don't know how you can make golfing magical, but more Mickey sand traps. You know, I guess so. Uh, the redesign already underway. You can see some, um, some of the new look Magnolia courses to reopen later this year during the uh, continued celebration for the Walt Disney world 50th anniversary. Specifically, Let's go over some of this stuff. If you're a golfer, uh, what you're going to see for all this. For hole 14, currently a par 5 is becoming a par 4 with a new green location. Hole number 15, currently a par 3, is shifting locations and becoming a long par 5 with a dog leg to the right. That's a big change from a par 3 to a par 4. That's a lot of space. Hole number 16, shifting locations, going to remain a par 4, but will now have a dog leg to the left. 
And then hole 17, currently a par 4, is becoming a par 3 with a new tee box location. People may think that this is just simply, oh, well, you know, they're just moving the different types of grass into another area and everything else. There's a lot more involved in this. Right. A whole lot more. It's literally reshaping the landscape of how things work when you talk about a dog leg to the left or the right or shifting greens right. to a closer location. There's a lot involved in that. So I'm looking for a, a, you know, a golfing experience that's really going to impress a lot of people. Well, the Magnolia course. Yeah, and the Magnolia course opened in 1971, just like the rest of the resort. So it is also celebrating its 50th anniversary. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's had some renovations here and there, but nothing like this. Yeah, nothing like this. Exciting. I'm excited because eventually I will play. Right? <laughs> some other things real quick. Uh, for July, uh, Minnie Mouse is going to be joining Mickey Mouse starting on July 6th in Town Square Theater at Magic Kingdom Park. So they'll be available for all your photos and your hugs. They'll be in their iridescent fashion best, of course, specifically for the 50th anniversary. On July the 10th, you might want to keep an eye out for familiar Fantasyland friends like Peter Pan, Snow White, as they're going to be greeting guests at the Magic Kingdom Park once again. Lots of stuff coming back. Uh, you can already see Belle over in Fantasyland as well. What is this? I didn't put the. You put this on here, didn't you? No. Did I put this on here? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay, so that's what this is. Sorry, I don't feel well. <laughs> okay, so with Connections Eatery opening up at Epcot, it's become a very popular spot. A lot of people love to go in there. There's a lot of seating. Uh, some great Starbucks that you can get while you're in there. Some really good food. We had some of the food while we were there. Yes. And the thing is, though, when you have a new area like this and it's been as warm as it has been and hot yes. at Epcot, Walt Disney World, Orlando in general, people love to go into these places just to sit and relax, enjoy some of the air conditioning and charge their phone, do whatever. Right. But what this does is it takes away the seating for those who are currently dining at Connections Eatery. Right, you're walking around with a tray of food. like uh, Exactly. You have nowhere to sit. Now, there is some outdoor overflow seating that Disney is, you know, put together for people to enjoy. But it's 100 degrees outside. Not, yeah, not my first choice. Not want to go outside <laughs> to do that. So what cast members are having to do with locations, for example, like Pecos Bill mm -hmm. over at the Magic Kingdom. You're not allowed to go into the seating area unless you have food in hand. Yeah. So that means... You're not sending somebody over to grab a table to hold for you. Like we're all guilty of. Yeah, I've done it myself. <laughs> I did it while we were there. Yeah. I was like, you go get the food. I'll go get a table. Well, okay. with the introduction of mobile order, you go find a table. You mobile order your food. When it's ready, you go up and get it. Yeah. Can't do that anymore. No. Not the case. You literally have to have your food with you. A cast member will then allow you and tell you to come on into the dining area so that you can sit down at a table and enjoy your meal. So those of you just wanting to go in the lounge and charge your phone and everything else, you can't do that anymore. And I don't think this affects the Starbucks side of it, just the restaurant side. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a good thing mm -hmm. for those who are eating. Mm -hmm. I think it's a difficult thing for those who want to bring in one of their little ones because they are so tired and they need a nap yeah. and mom and dad need to sit down 
and sit and just allow them to take a nap in the AC and charge the phones and everything else. I get that. There are parents that need to do that. Yeah, and I think that may be why, like, maybe not the Starbucks side of it, because that just has, like, kind of cafe seating. It's not like a table and chairs type of situation. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because the only other place in future world, as it will forever be called, that has air conditioning like that is the Land Pavilion. Unless you want to find a gift shop. True. But the only other place to, like, sit down is the Land Pavilion. Um... Like Sunshine Seasons, and then at the exit of Soren. Otherwise, you got to find a, a pavilion. It has its benefits, and it has uh, some not so good things too. Yeah. At the same time, but just want to make you aware of that change. Going on at the Connections Eatery over in Epcot, over at Disney's Hollywood Studios, they have announced that Star Wars Launch Bay is going to be returning on July the seventeenth. That's uh, a great space. A lot of uh, just you know, just Star Wars. You know, movie memorabilia, props, you know, type stuff going mm-hmm. on over there. Uh, you are going to get to meet uh, Chewbacca, also an encounter with BB-8. And returning to the launch bay is going to be Darth Vader himself. You gotta go. Gotta go. We got to yeah, go. Yeah, got to see that. Uh, at the same time, while this is going to be reopening, it is said that the pod racer that Anakin Skywalker used for Episode One, The Phantom Menace, was removed from the Star Wars launch bay at Disney's Hollywood Studios. For what reason? Could just be to clean it up a little bit and make it look pretty? Or, for, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're using it for That's what a I was Disney thinking. Plus show or something. Well, or I, I was thinking yeah. maybe uh, an exhibit at D23. It's a possibility. It's a very good possibility. Like um, the archives exhibit. But that is not going to be around if you're headed over there. So just want to make you aware of that. If you planned your whole trip to see a pod racer, I apologize. Yeah. Just sorry. I'm just sorry. But I feel like that, I mean, that is highly likely that it's for like a Disney archives exhibit. Oh yeah. At, at the expo. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's what's happening over at the Walt Disney World Resort. A former Disney employee was arrested stealing thousands of dollars of theme park property. Was arrested at Disney World for refusing to have his temperature taken. Arrested back in April for trespassing on Disney World's Discovery Island. She got off the boat to get a cucumber. Don't do that. Don't do that. Thirty-five-year-old man from Palm Beach County was arrested after he was caught carrying a gun, two magazines, and forty-eight rounds of ammunition when he tried to get into Disney Springs last month, according to an Orange County Sheriff's Office report. <laughs> so he was caught with a firearm while trying to enter the area and trying to go through the you know high-tech security detectors that Disney has set up there at Disney Springs. So. The Disney security guard said to him, I need to search your bag. The guy said, well, I've got a folding knife in there. He said, show me the knife. And they went to, you know, search through everything. Then all of a sudden, the guy's like, oh, there's something else in here besides the knife I need to put back in my car. Well, apparently, (laughs) it was a Glock clone weapon. The two clips, the 40-something rounds at the same time. So they checked the firearm for a serial number. They couldn't find one. And he's like, well, I've got to submit the paperwork to the state so they can give me a serial number. That's not how that works. <laughs> he, he said that he had a concealed firearm license, but couldn't, be, couldn't provide one to authorities. And one could not be found in the database at the same time. 
Uh, so <laughs> sketchy McSketcherton. Right. So it, it, he goes on to quote this. He said, "It doesn't matter where I am. I carry a gun with me at all times. I can be at a restaurant. I can be at Disney. I don't care. I carry a gun at all times. Period." You know, uh, he says, at the end of the day, I'm allowed to bring it if I want to. The fact that Disney is a private place, they don't allow it, I think it's kind of stupid. I think you're kind of stupid. <laughs> How about that? Sir. For trying to bring a Glock into the into Disney Springs, two full mags and extra ammo for what? For what? For what? Mm-mm. You're not very intelligent, are you? It's privately owned lands, privately owned establishment. You're... Apparent license to carry non-existent doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. Doesn't matter. Sorry, folks. I get if you want to protect yourself, it's a set. You know, it's you're allowed to. Right. Okay. Please you're do. fine. Leave it in your vehicle. Leave it at home. Yeah. Please take the classes. Please do your research. Please educate be, yourself. Yeah. Educated and trained. And please, please protect yourself. Please protect your family. Please, you know, just. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Just don't do that, people. Don't do this. Yeah, don't do something like that. Don't be this individual who thinks he knows everything. All right. Birthday's coming up here on DW60. Stick around. Tired of missing out on free dining and special park openings? Looking to keep your finger on the pulse of all things Disney? Well, we've got you covered. EarsAlert.com has up-to-date news, deals, and information from the very best Disney news sources. Visit EarsAlert.com and download our iOS or Android app to get immediate updates whenever a Disney news story breaks. Visit EarsAlert.com today. Ready for some fun in the Disney parks? Don't forget your Sorcerer Radio gear. The Sorcerer Radio Shop has everything you need to show your SR pride in the parks. Pins, shirts, hats, and more. Before you begin your vacation, stop by the Sorcerer Radio Shop at srsounds.com slash shop. DW60, Jeff Nicole. Hello. Hi. Welcome. So I did start letting everybody know that as you leave your reviews on Apple Podcasts uh, for DW60's Press Row Podcast, again, you're reviewing and, and, and rating the show, which is fantastic. I absolutely thank you so much for doing it. Just like this person did, they said, great source for Disney news. Love listening to Jeff and Nicole break down all the latest in the Disney world. That was from Sad Patelco App User. <laughs> it's an interesting name, but thank you so much for that. I definitely appreciate it. Also, Magical Mystery Tour said, best part of the week. Jeff and Nicole are the best part of my week. Love hearing their thoughts. Very Magical nice. Mystery thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, one more came from Disney Queen Susan, biggest fan. When I stumbled upon DW60 many years ago with Jeff, I never looked back. I was instantly hooked. I lost my spot on his podcast. I thought it couldn't get better, but I was so wrong. The prince met his princess, and the most magical union took place. Nicole and Jeff, and this took the show to a whole new level. I can't imagine not tuning in each week for all the news, reviews, and the absolute best Disney commentary. They are like friends, and you will love them as much as I do. That is from Susan Jackson. We feel like you guys are our friends, too. Yeah. Thank you so much. That was absolutely good. Great reviews, thank you. I love it. That's uh, makes me it gives me a warm feeling inside. I'm like, oh, you know my friend, and I'm like, 
Okay, they're not actually my friend. They're like somebody that I talk to <laughs> on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> so again, we, we appreciate those ratings and those reviews. And like I said, I am going to continue reading those reviews uh, here on the show every single week. Let's get to our birthdays for this week because we do have a couple that we need to get to. That's our first one. This first one is an email. It comes from Michael. He says, Dear Jeff and Nicole, hello. Hi. I wanted to share a funny story with you that happened while listening to last week's episode. I was listening to the podcast in the car earlier in the morning, but didn't make it through the whole episode. When I got back in the car later in the day with my daughter, the episode restarted as you guys were wrapping up the segment about the new travel experience being offered by Adventures by Disney. My daughter enjoys listening to the show as well, and I wanted to catch her up on what you had been discussing. When I told her there was a new opportunity to take a 24-day trip that included visiting all of the Disney parks, she immediately yelled, Call Nicole! Yeah, call me. (laughs) Call me! (laughs) I burst out laughing and thought you guys would get a kick out of it as well. My daughter Emma is nine years old and is a Disney fanatic as we all are. Her favorite ride is Rock and Roller Coaster. All right. Her favorite snacks are turkey legs. Oh, really? <laughs> Dole Whip, churros, and Mickey pretzels. Oh, very Solid good stuff. choices. Very good choices. I like those. We are headed to Walt Disney World next week to do a non-park trip as our annual passes have expired. Okay. Okay, right. those are awesome, though. Yeah, those are great. Like a res- yeah. uh, the resort's the best. Yeah. Thanks for always putting on a good, clean, family-friendly show. All the best, Michael Bilsinger. Well, you guys definitely get that. Heck yeah. And, uh, oh, is there more? Oh, yes. yes. There we go. It says, can you send out a heck yeah and sparkles to Phil Collins, which is the nickname of our group of friends <laughs> and family who will be joining us on a trip. Um, and they're our partners in crime for all of our Disney vacations. Uh, Phil Collins. Heck yeah. <laughs> you get those sparkles too. I think it's a combination of their last names. I think so. I love that I'm though. That, that's, that's, uh, that's a good one. I, I, I don't think we could do that. No, we couldn't. We couldn't have combine our names and, and have it sound that cool. Mm-mm. That was definitely cool. Uh, thank you so much for your email. Appreciate that. <laughs> OK, so that was an email. This is the birthday. This email comes from Lori. It says, hi, Jeff and Nicole. Hello. Hello. I'm hoping you can include this in this week's DW60. Please extend happy birthday wishes and sparkles to my identical twin sister, Lynn. Yes, as you can guess, it is also my birthday, too. It will be June 24th. So today, it will be celebrating our 56th birthday. Awesome. Heck yeah. I wanted to take this time to celebrate my sister. Since the very beginning, she has always been by my side. Regardless of where our lives have taken us, she is always there for me. She's amazingly intelligent, has a wicked sense of humor, and has two awesome young adults at home, along with an adoring husband and a lovable golden retriever. Can't beat that. And she is my Disney partner in crime. We've been going to the park since 1974, and we can still vividly remember the old and now retired attractions from the Magic Kingdom. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, and if you had wings, just to name a few. From childhood through young adulthood, as new parents, and now as parents whose children are leaving the nest, I've had the incredible honor of sharing so many Disney trips with Lynn and her family creating so many magical memories with her children and my own. And because of your show several weeks back, spotlighting the 2023 Run Disney Marathon, Lynn and I will be creating more memories by running our first ever Run Disney event, the 10K in January. That's great. Look at that. Wow. 
Lynn's favorite resort, if money were no object, is the Polynesian. But because budget is an integral part of any Disney visit, <laughs> yes. her other favorite resort is Port Orleans Riverside. Good choices. I like that. Lynn's favorite snack is the Dole Whip, but not when it's melting. Okay. Her favorite drink is any margarita from Dockside Margaritas in Disney Springs. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I'm always there for that. Okay. And if I had to choose her favorite ride, I would say that it's Flight of Passage, but Rise of the Resistance would be a close second. Okay. All right. She said, however, her heart belongs to the rides that invoke the most nostalgia, the rides you try to get to every time you were in the parks, like flying over London on Peter Pan's flight, nice. cruising with pirates on Pirates of the Caribbean, picking up hitchhiking ghosts in the Honda Mansion, or thanking the Phoenicians on Spaceship Earth. Many people ask us what it's like to be twins, and I don't know how to answer it because it's all I know. What I can say is it's been incredible 56 years, lots of love, laughter, good times and bad, and lots of Disney memories. We have so many more to make. Happy birthday, Lynn. I love you so much. Wishing you incredible blessings and happiness on our birthday. Love, Lori. Jeff and Nicole, thanks for all you do with DW60. It's my favorite, and my Friday mornings are not complete without hearing your show. I love your honesty and common sense approach to the happenings at Walt Disney World. Sincerely, Lori Redman. Wow. Thanks, Lori. I love it. Happy that's, that's birthday, a, Lynn. Wow. Happy birthday, Lynn and Lori. Good gracious. That's a great birthday email. So you both get that. Heck yeah. And of course, you're also going to get those wonderful sparkles that everybody loves so much here on the sparkles. show. Sparkles for everybody. So if you're celebrating a birthday and uh, you want to let everybody know about it, uh, whether it be a friend, a family member, anniversary, or anything else like that, you can now send us a voice, ma- voice message via our brand new show number. What's that number they can send it to? It is 408-909-DW60. So send it our way. We'll play it here on the show. For everybody celebrating a birthday, this message is for you. Hiya, pals! heard it was somebody's birthday. Oh, Nikki, I love birthdays. Me too. <laughs> and guess what? Donald and Daisy brought a special cake for you. Come on, everybody. Time to Oh, great idea, Donald. Ready, everyone? On the count of three. One, two, three. That's the news. And thanks for stopping by. Sorcerer Radio. SRSounds.com. And that wraps up the show for this week. We want to thank everybody for joining us and listening to DW60, wherever you may be. To find out what's happening at the Walt Disney World Resort, how can everybody get in touch with us? They can find us on Facebook, the DW60 Press Row Facebook page. We are in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone on Facebook and also the Sorcerer Radio Discord. We chat live during the show every Friday morning as it airs on Sorcerer Radio in the Discord. So if you'd like to come chat live while you listen to the show on the app or online, please do that. We are a fun group. You can find us on Instagram at DW60 Press Row. You can send us an email, DW60 at srsounds.com. And now you can leave us a voicemail at 408-909-DW60. 
Replay of the show for Sorcerer Radio listeners will be at 7 p.m. Eastern Time tonight. Of course, podcast will come out this weekend. And starting next week at 9 a.m., DW60 takes over an hour of music on Sorcerer Radio. It's what we like to call DW60's Music Row. You'll hear some of our favorite songs from the Walt Disney World Resort, along with shows, nighttime spectaculars, and a whole lot more. So we're really excited. We miss not getting able to play music. And so um, we took over 9 o'clock hour. <laughs> DW 120. There you go. <laughs> well, a lot of people ask for that for a, a while now and everything. But uh, thank you so much. What else am I missing? I think that's it. Is that it? I think so. The number... Talked about the phone number. I think that was it. Was it? Was there one other thing? I'm just trying. I, I feel like there's something on the tip of my tongue I wanted to tell them about. Oh, the Patreon. Oh, Patreon. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so we have a Patreon. It's DW60 Press Row. You can search us and find us on there. We do bonus episodes every week. We share behind the scenes content. You know, they got to know about our new voicemail number first over there. So you get to see a little. Um, of how the sausage gets made, you know, and kind of get a, a heads up on things. They got to see a few sneak peeks of our merchandise that's coming. Um, all a great things like that. Thanks so much. We appreciate you coming by. Until next time, this is Sorcerer Radio, all Disney music all day long. SRSounds.com and have a magical day. <laughs> <laughs>